Before we turn to the word, I would like to I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. And pray this simple prayer, Lord, speak to me. You know what's been on my mind is, um, and this is something that's been bothering me for a long time, but what the fuck is up with Bones? Bones? The show? No, just like in general. Inside of her body. Inside the body, yes. I was thinking it was weird that it seems like no matter how long Bones are buried. Yeah. They're just bones. Like, they're just there forever. You, 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 it seems like no well, matter... It's like, it's like trees. Like, p- uh, petrified wood, probably. Because they're not just, all there forever. Some of them are. It just seems like you, you, you'd think that if you have a shallow grave... Yes. And you put a Check. body into it. Check. Right. <laughs> right. You'd think, okay, year, two years. I should be fine. Right. And yeah. then it's like 20 years later, someone digs it up, just rooting around for, like, uh, truffles or whatever the fuck, you know? Do you think this is what you're getting at? Am, am I, I'm asking, is the thing that you're getting at that God maybe made it that way so that we couldn't get away with murder? I don't know, but bones suck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of options around bones. A pig will eat a bone. Pig will eat a bone. Why don't people yeah. do that? I, I, I feel like if I were, I, it's just something that's been on my mind. Yeah. Uh, I think that if you're getting rid of a body, you got to do something about the bones. Yeah. Uh, my family owns pigs in Kentucky. If you ever, I'm sure that they would let me right use them. I don't know. Just you I call them sp- at two a.m. Hey, I need to borrow your. Pigs. Actually, I borrow. did just call out that group of that side of the family for being a little too all lives matter on Facebook. Ugh. So maybe they Ugh. don't want me feeding bodies to their pigs. Right I don't now. understand the all lives matter movement. I don't understand. Like black people being like, please stop killing us, and they're like, but well, murder's wrong. Yeah, I I got that. But <laughs> what know. I'm saying is, you're the ones doing the murder. They're like, you're you you want too much. The funniest part whiny. is that the funniest part is that BLM BLM activists were like going all after the cops when Daniel Shaver, white boy, got shot. Right. Remember that grotesque video with the yeah. he was the one in the hotel on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah BLM yeah. was like all up in arms about that. So cops it's like, murders, well, it's fine. Uh, yeah, they don't like that either. They don't want white people to die. What the fuck? (laughs) One of the ones that really bothers me is that I am probably the fiercest liberal gun owner I know or have ever heard of. I'm one of those liberal gun owners that will try to overthrow the government. I want to kill politicians. Uh, anyway. But yeah, go on. Yeah, satire. satire. Satirically. Yeah. Satirically. Figuratively. Figuratively. Figuratively, <laughs> okay, good. Anyways. Thousands of rounds of ammunition, but it, it's something that's really bothered me. Is that like it, it seemed like the liberal sort of um, agenda? I hate to use that word. Is like, oh well, we gotta like ban guns, and the streets aren't safe until we ban guns. And every NRA member is like a racist redneck who just loves guns more than children, which is yeah. fine. Yeah. But now, like, the cops are beating them up and, like, shooting them. They're like, where's all those Second Amendment guys? I thought you guys were going to, like, defend against the government. Why aren't you protecting us? I'm like, why don't you protect you? 
you well, know, you, we're the ones. See, they're gonna come get you if you don't arm up, bro. Didn't you see the uh, the federal officer that was shot in Oakland? And everyone's like, "Oh, look, the protesters don't actually care about lives. They already killed this guy." And then it turned <laughs> out, it turned out yesterday it was a boogaloo boy. <laughs> That's a damn shame. We need those yeah. boogaloo boys. He killed a couple people. He went on a spree down California. The problem but, uh, is when the boogaloo happens, I think I'm going to be outnumbered. Yeah, no, and I don't want to be. We 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 need more liberal boogaloo I've, boys. I've been looking at joining the Socialist Rifle Association. You they need to a, get in there, man. They have a branch here because it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be a light boogaloo to start, and then a full on boogaloo civil war. Boogaloo two. Boogaloo two. Yeah. The reboogaling. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, this is it. enough of that, because this is a recap episode. It's short and sweet. You guys don't want to hear this bullshit. You can do that on Sundays, uh, like God intended. That's right. when we really preach. Today yeah. is like, I don't know, not preaching. At a moose-boosh of the Bible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, the Revelations podcast, and you are listening to the recap of First Kings. How exciting. Yeah, we are getting through some books now. We are. Making this Bible our bitch. 90th ep. I was trying to explain the podcast, like I do sometimes. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, we're no, we're a book club. And like, oh, yeah, what books do you do? I'm like, just the one. Just the one book. (laughs) Just the one book. It's a big one. uh, We take our sweet ass time with it. And now we're getting through uh, First Kings. Yeah, and this probably is like 100 episodes, actually, thereabouts. Oh, with all the. If you count recaps, but that's stupid. I, I don't. Yeah, but uh, anyway, uh, let's. Um, I, I feel like something that's important that I kind of want to make sure we do on the recaps is kind of just like tying. If if you only had time to do the recap, and yeah. you don't want to get into the nitty gritty, you could hopefully listen to the recaps and be like, okay, I know now what's going on. Correct. Uh, the last book was basically the story of David. Correct. And kind of like Samuel, his, it was called. Yeah, Second Samuel. Well, First Samuel was still David, kind of. You yeah. Know, really. yeah. David's beginning, and then David's uh, uh, pissing himself, can't keep his bed warm, and... Respect, yeah. Respect. Um, and then First Kings is kind of like, well, what happened after David? And it's a shit show. Yeah, it, it's kind of like a, and that's when the trouble started, sort of book. <laughs> I guess, yeah. It got ugly. Um, there was a brief lull in trouble that was David. Still pretty troublesome. And then now more trouble. Correct. Extra troublesome trouble. Um, so, again, with the theme of let's catch everyone up, what happened after David was the kingdom split, right? Mm-hmm. Well, after Solomon, but sure. Technically, after Solomon is after David. Anyways, the, the kingdom of Israel splits in half. The north side is still Israel proper, and the south side is Judah, the kingdom of Judah, um, which is David's descendants ruling Judah, and kind of just a string of like, Fuck boys running Israel up north. Um, That's where a lot of the trouble's coming from. This entire book mostly focused on the events in the north. We did cover some of the kings down south in Judah, but largely we were focusing on the iniquities of the northern kings. Most heavily, I would say, on Ahab. Um, We went through a lot of kings pretty quickly. Like We would do like one or two kings a chapter, it seemed like, for a while there. And then here for the last like six or seven chapters of the book... Boom, we zoomed in on this dude Ahab and his shit wife uh, Jezebel. It was kind of interesting because, yeah, because it, it, it basically, at the end of Second Samuel, uh, Israel is a unified kingdom under their sweet-ass, godly, rapist king David. Yeah. And then, and then it transfers to Solomon, and then it splits. 
So, That's right. And then we kind of spent a little bit of time talking about Solomon, the so-called wisest man on the earth. What is that about, by the way? Let's just take a moment to talk about Solomon. Because uh, he did one fucking party trick. <laughs> That's all it took. You know, he does a, he does a fuck ton about trees. That's cool. Arborists are fucking badass. Yeah. But right. um, it just seemed it seemed to me like the message of Solomon was like, well, this is what a you know like what it being smart ever fucking get you. If I had to choose between a dumbass naked peeing in the rain screaming at God, uh, good old fashioned boy, or yeah. a wise man who don't love God, yeah, you know. Like one of those fancy smancy atheist biologist types. I've yeah, been where are you about. gonna go? Yeah, go Which fuck that guy. Do? You know, like if you had to choose, go. With That's actually the, a good uh, point. Something I kind of left out in my little recap there is that it, it, the first about seven or eight chapters was just Solomon, huh? I forgot mm-hmm. that that we did, before we got into like the real rigmarole of, uh, you know, bad king after bad king. So it kind of was capped on both ends by longer stories. Solomon at the front who was sort of a good guy until the end, and then Ahab at the back, who mostly just sucked. Um, yeah. I mean, they describe... So, uh, another thing we should talk about is what their definition of evil is. Yeah. It, it doesn't seem like... This is a common discussion, I think, and now that I'm watching a bunch of like slaver statues get ripped out of the ground and tossed into the river, yeah. uh, it, it kind of talks about what the, is the relativistic morality of the time. You know, um, I, I slavery is definitely not a problem. I'll tell you. You would that. think, right? Like slavery is cool as shit, and I, and I yeah. like the people who are like, oh, let's tear down the slavers, and like the apologists are like, well, you know, it was fine at the time. You know, someone had to pick that cotton. You know, but um, you know, oh, you're gonna. You, I mean, I I love that slavers are like the first sort of argument, being like, what do you mean human rights versus the economy? You go out there and you work. You know, yeah, take yeah. that mask off, right? You know? But um. Yeah. Posting I, about how many jobs are lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, my my point is is that uh, it it seemed like the worst thing that they could possibly tie to Solomon, and the worst thing they could really tie to anybody, the the, the alleged wickedness that's occurring, is just polytheism. You know, we're that's not right. really hearing about a bunch of Benjamites raping uh, a woman to death, like we heard when Israel was better. You know, the only sin I think that is mentioned in this entire book is worshiping other gods um and actually pull up a little kugel real quick if you don't mind one of the things kugel talks about is that uh looking at some of the uh the artifacts that were discovered in the 20th century that pointed to like the actual day-to-day practices a lot of the kings and a lot of the people at this time considered the bales to be kind of a joint the bales not bale Mm -hmm. bales to be a joint god with uh yahweh or whatever Hmm. so kind of interesting that they were this probably at this point there still hadn't been a division into this like monotheistic tradition that we have now this is probably a the bible is like a revisionist version of of how it went down that like oh it was always the one god and people kept trying to bring in two gods or three gods or whatever no it was a refining process and this was earlier in it and that's probably what was really going on. That it was a blended society where polytheism was the norm. Yeah. And there probably was a couple of cultists, um, that's right. cherubim-loving idiots who loved... And uh, I, you had a crazy guy like Elijah, who, mm-hmm. let's face it, was just a fucking maniac, you know? Terrorist, okay? <laughs> yeah. Let's say it. Living in a cave, right? Right. 
If Antifa's a terrorist, then Elijah's definitely a fucking terrorist. Yeah. In fact, if Antifa isn't a terrorist, Elijah is still a terrorist. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Which is what the world actually is. Antifa should really poison some water, you know. (laughs) (laughs) They need to set up an altar in the uh, Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Yeah, yeah. That's what they need to do. See who's got to. No, um. Elijah is a crazy man, uh, street corner preacher type guy, right? Uh, lives in the wilderness. It's fed by birds, which gross again. Yeah, gross. can't gross. reiterate no that way. enough. Um, yeah, he's a kind of a sicko, and uh, the you know the Bible loves him for it, which is I, I feel like Israel at this time is like that bad boy uh, baby's daddy, you yeah. know. Who's just and and God is like this woman who's got the baby and is just constantly trying to like get him to come back, you know. So yeah. he just run around town, do whatever the fuck he wants, and she's just like, "Come on, come on, I'm gonna bail you out again," you know. Why, why sure. won't you stay home? He's like, "I gotta be free, bitch." Yeah, you know, it's um, real life. Because it, it, like, it just sounds like Israel. Let, let's assume at face value that the whole they're as wicked as they've ever been. And that we, the reader, are like, yeah, they worship Baal. Like, I mean, could mm-hmm. it get any worse than that? Is there anything worse than uh, peacefully worshiping another god that, you know, is unrelated to your god? Is there anything worse than that, you know? Yeah. But um, let's assume that's the worst thing ever. But even then, in that case, it just sounds like God's just constantly like, well, let me send a uh, plague and a drought. Let me see if I can hurt you enough that you'll come back to me, you know? Exactly. And speaking of that, speaking of God... Uh, interjecting this was i think the craziest example we had of that uh was in was in first kings uh specifically the scene where it cuts to heaven literally it's like okay we're in heaven now with god where he's asking the angels to come up with a plan to deceive the king which first off doesn't speak well to god's uh omniscience right that he needs like hit the angels he created to come up with an idea um yeah, it definitely doesn't jibe. And then that, uh, yeah, he he sets he sends angels to trick prophets and make them say false things, which, as we know, listening not listening to a prophet is punishable by death. Listening to a prophet who's lying is punishable by death. And now, basically, you have no way of knowing whether or not you're in one of God's fucking games or if this is, re- you know, it's just... It's like where the Matrix went after the first one. It's like, all right. I, <laughs> like, I, I thought you had a uh, – one of the other things, and this is one of the ones that I really struggle with, is the amount of false prophets. Yeah. We had an army of false prophets that allegedly God gave words to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the prophet that – what was the name of that? I guess he was just an unnamed prophet, the one that uh, got eaten by a lion. Yeah, he was unnamed. Right. Well, there was two. Well, there was two that got two eaten by lions. Two dudes that got eaten by the lions. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think either one was named. Well, I guess in both instances, so it sets a weird precedence. In both instances, they were like told by God, "Do this thing," and yeah. the guy's like, "Nah, I'm busy," you know, or whatever, and uh, I'm not into that. And then a lion ate them. Uh, we well, had- no, it wasn't even that. One of them was. So the first one, which right. is a longer story, was the guy who. Was told well, not to God eat. said, leave town, don't eat anything. And then another prophet said, hey, actually, God said you can eat this. And so being deceived, he went and ate and then lion ate him. Then the other guy was the one who wouldn't chop his buddy with yeah. a sword. 
like the guy was like, hit me in the wild. fucking eyeball. And he's like, no. When he's like, I guess you got getting eaten by a lion, bitch. It's like, can I you can I hit you now? Is it too yeah. late? <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, do this favor for me. Uh, nah, man. All right. Well, guess what? I hope you know you pissed off God. You're like, well, that's a really high stakes. Yeah. Why didn't you tell me that before ask. you asked? Yeah, what the fuck? I mean, obviously um, he might have, but and he doesn't I, say it. If- I, I know how lovers of the Bible love them some Deuteronomy and Leviticus. So let's go back there a little bit. Okay. Uh, De- Deuteronomy 1820. Um, but the prophet who presumes to speak a word in my name that I have not commanded him to speak, or who speaks in the name of other gods, that same prophet shall die. And if you say in your heart, how may we know that the Lord of the word has not spoken? When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the word does not come to pass or come true... That is the word that the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken it presumptuously. You need not be afraid of him. Uh, so, so to sum that up, basically, God's like, hey, if any prophets say that they if, – if there's any prophets that are lying and claiming that I'm giving them commands and I didn't, or they're giving prophets for other gods, even if they're true or not, they just are profiting for other gods, then they shall die, which is the opposite of what we see in this fucking – section of the bible you know yeah um it is definitely contradictory but again we're getting kind of used to that i think right yeah i don't know Uh. like it's weird that there's an entire subsection like you know because there's so many different instances where like we had it with um ahab's vineyard where he was like, hey, man, I need your land. He's like, I can't. You know the rules. And it's like, what do I? Oh, shit. All right, let's go back 500 years <laughs> to this one fucking sentence that covered vineyard. That we took very seriously. But the part where prophets speaking for God erroneously, that, that that's a wash. We don't remember that at all. Yeah, know? it's it's a matter like what facts are convenient and when. And that's when we're going to run with them. And, you know, again, it just reads very much like a myth being set up to align with what a country was when it was written, right? Probably during the exile or what have you. And they needed to build a strong, uh, unified, um, I guess, culture, you know? (laughs) And so they, they ascribed all this, uh, you know, to having monotheism from day one and how all that worked. And this is why we're one people and blah, 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 blah. It doesn't really make sense. Every fucking culture. Like I'm not singling out Jews here. Right. Everyone does that. It's just kind of funny that God knows these rules. Apparently, this is the one where he taught. That's the, the that verse is the one where he's like, "By the way, this is the prophet Moses, and Moses is going to tie." Let me show you. Let me give you the rules on prophets. And then now in First Kings, there's prophets everywhere. They're all talking shit. There's one or two that know what the fuck they're talking about, and the rest yeah. are just like, "Yeah, don't worry. I, I can watch me do this magic trick." And they're like, "Well, fuck. We don't have any way wow. of telling the difference." Yeah. You know? Well, they don't because angel again. As we found out, God was sending angels down and tricking them and, like, giving them false abilities and shit. So. It's kind of weird how much, like, fake news, deep state nonsense Ooh. God's doing right now. They're like, they're like, wait a minute. I thought you said we could trust prophets. I don't know, man. Some of those prophets are plants. And <laughs> All right. Just, slow down, Ice Cube. <laughs> they're, just, they're just agent provocateurs, you know, just wrecking the place, you know. Uh, they're mean, just they're one really prophet them. smashing the windows at an auto zone. They're like, I don't know who to believe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a mess. Cut to, I want to cut to a scene of like Bill Clinton and George W. and Trump all hanging out in a room together, like, oh, how are we going to fuck everyone over this? <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, For some reason, I left out Obama. He's I know. I noticed you left out Obama. I just skipped him because, you know. You know why? Because Obama's in the shadows. Oh, like he's pulling the, He's the real puppet master? Yeah, he's the real puppet master. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. I could see it. He sure. is more charismatic than most of them. Sure. Him and George Soros just <laughs> standing, shaking hands and shaking cocks. And just being Hell like, yeah. yes. Mm. Hell yeah. Soros was like, I remember when I killed JFK. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> that was HW. But anyway, um, going on. Uh, here's a fun thing. I looked into, you know how every time that a king died in the story, which was, what, a dozen times that kings died, um, it would say, and is not the rest of what this king did recorded in the Chronicle of Kings? And we're like, well, isn't this the Chronicle of Kings? We were kind of confused. It means Chronicles. Um, That's my understanding. Yeah, I started just cross-referencing each of those kings, and sure enough, mostly in Second Chronicles, they're all mentioned again. So, fair warning to the audience. A lot of this is going to be a retread. We're probably going to have some very boring episodes. Uh, I don't know if it'll be boring. I, I, no, we'll we'll see. We might just read through all of Chronicles and just be like, by the way, you remember this fucking guy? He did eight things differently, and then we skipped sure, it. And sure, sure. Yeah, it might be very uh, short episodes that covered a lot of ground. I'm not going to we'll be see. like, and by the way, well, I don't know. I, I, so I, I contradict myself about as much as the Bible does, but uh, yeah, <laughs> probably not going to be like, and then Jezebel's a bitch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is the deal with Jezebel? Are we just? I, I feel like Jezebel is one of those things where it's like, oh, did you see that women want to vote and be like, just like, like a classic Jezebel? You ever well, see? Wi- I wanted. To, I want to treat w- uh, women in the Bible the same way that we treat men. So to set up an exercise to do that, uh, Ruth, Sarah, Jezebel, fuck, Mary, kill. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna marry Ruth. I'm okay, gonna yeah. fuck Sarah because everyone has, and then I'm gonna kill Jezebel. You know? <laughs> nah, dude. All three Jezebel. <laughs> <laughs> the rest I'm gonna ignore. You know? Just gonna... Yeah, they're like old now. True. Okay. And great. dead. Two of them are dead. Yeah. So you didn't think about that. <laughs> right. 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 In the okay. current chrono- chronological Bible, as we're reading it, two of them right, are dead. Right. Of course. Yes. Great. Um. No, I guess actually, I think I would want to fuck Jezebel. Yeah. This girl's oh, a freak, dude. Girl's a freak. I wouldn't marry it. I wouldn't marry a Jezebel. I'm not coming home from a busy day no, at work. No. And she's like, "Did you talk to your boss lately?" I was yeah, like, "I'll do it no. later." Be like, "I'll do it." And she's just fucking forging an email. No, 100 percent, Mary and Ruth. I'm with you on that one. I'm just swapping Sarah and Jezebel. I'm killing Sarah. <laughs> she okay. likes tambourines. That's fucking annoying. True. I can't. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Are you sure you're not mixing her up with Miriam? I am. But yeah, I know. oh yeah, Sarah was yeah. Abraham's wife, huh? Yeah, idiot. I'd kill her too. <laughs> real, uh, you're a real, you're a real Ed uh, Kemper. You're a real nightmare, yeah. Ed Kemper. I was gonna say, uh, I'm more of a BTK, but uh, Cute. if I had to, I, if I had to relate to somebody, um, good. You do. You have to. What else was in First Kings, man? I don't know. I mean, well, we had well, Jezebel, we had out. kings, we had a succession. I don't think there's that. I, I, it's odd. I feel like First Kings. There was a lot of weird shit. There was a lot yeah. of things where you're like, okay, so God has his council of fuckboys up in yeah. heaven where he likes to mess with people. That's funny. Uh, we had this weird sort of back and forth with Ball again. Ball's back on the scene as usual. Uh, there he is. Our, I, I kind of wonder – something I thought was kind of interesting was that it seemed like in the books prior – and not to say there's not some of that here, but it seems like it likes to tie Israel going astray – to like outside boys and girls, you know, yeah. is that they were fucking bad women. Those bad women 
did what bad women do and they seduced his penis with their forked tongues and then made it, him worship Baal or whatever the fuck. Hell yeah. Yeah, I know. That's what Jezebel's about right there, my dude. Yeah. No, I mean, it's the Eve story over and over and over again, right? It's always the woman. Right. Um, even whenever the woman is the victim and is an Israelite, she's still the problem cause her, like Dina, yeah. you know? I feel like, like if Bathsheba had just covered up, right? <laughs> there, there would still be Israel. Then David would have raped her. You yeah. Know? What was she wearing? We know now. Nothing, nothing. actually. Yeah. Poor. Slut. I, she I, should, women, sh- women should have to take showers with their clothes on. Fully dressed. <laughs> Soap gets through clothes. This is yeah. fine. Yeah, what do you want? Just uh, yeah. just fill a tub up with body wash and then just take a dip. You know? <laughs> cool. But, yeah, um, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's, the, it's one of those things where, like, there's certain instances where it's like, and then, the you know, the, the, the husband is the head of the household. Yeah. And he speaks, he answers to God, and the woman answers to him, you know. And then I feel like Jezebel's just kind of point up, like, this is what happens when you let those bitches speak up. Yes. I mean, it's funny because all the other kings didn't have a Jezebel, but they still fucked up just as bad. So it's kind of, I don't know. If I were Ahab, I'd just be constantly hitting her, you know, and like putting cigarettes out on her flesh, you know. And I'd just be like, you know what? And, like, every time she thinks of leaving, you know, I'm just like, you're nothing without me, you know. I'll, I'll see yeah. you destitute on the street, you know. All right. So are you are you doing a bit right now where you're a cop? I don't know what you're doing. No, I don't. <laughs> just, just a general. I don't know. Part of me was thinking about all those, like, uh, police, like, be like, oh, yeah, well, everyone's shitting on the police because we like to kill you guys. What are you going to do when we're gone? I'm like, I don't know. Probably not get murdered by cops, maybe. Live. <laughs> like, like, I'm sorry, but the, the, the agreement we have is that we kill you, and then sometimes we also kill murderers and robbers and thieves and stuff. Sometimes. Yeah. Rarely. Do you think – here's the question. If all the cops quit, do you think they're still going to – those men are still going to beat their spouses at uh, exaggerated rates once they're part of the civilian population? Or are they going to go back to normal? They're going to fall in line like the rest of us. Cowed by their women. Um, <laughs> that's an interesting question. Uh, that, that that's that's probably too much tangent that we have time for today. But let's yeah, get into maybe. it anyway. Let's talk okay. about it. Do we do we think is it is it becoming a cop makes you a wife beater, or is it that you're that the kind of people that would beat their wives are the kind of people that would go on to become cops? What do you think? Uh, I think it's a two way street, honestly. Right. Yeah. I think it's I think it's generally people that would I think I mean what is at the crux of becoming a wife beater? You just you have a person who's weaker than you who yeah. can't really question your authority who you'd like to take out your inner frustrations Correct. on. And yeah. that's exactly and what Derek Chauvin did home. to George Floyd. You know? Correct. Yeah. Uh it's either someone in the back of your squad car or someone locked in your closet. Right. Or- Right. I really like the the current dialogue we're having with the Black Lives Matter. This is this is just a fucking tangent. I don't know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, we'll, we'll wrap up this episode. I love as as I love that it's like, hey, all right, listen. Yes, we will beat up for every nine people that we tase and punch and just throw on the ground for like speeding tickets or minor infractions and a gram of weed. We will also shoot a murderer and also the children behind him and flashbang a baby in a crib. Like, can't you just like, this is the deal. Get the fuck on board. You know? And I think that's, I think that's kind of like, uh, what God's done to Israel. I don't know if that works, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, I can see it. It's not the furthest stretch you've ever made on the show. Um, yeah. So one other thing I want to point out real quick that I didn't bring up when we were talking about it, uh, the whole th- smearing of Ahab as this like anti-God person is f- kind of bullshit, and this further supports uh, the fact that 
Baal was probably worshipped alongside God instead of in his place, or the Baals were. Uh, if you notice, and I I'm, can't find their names right now where it was written down. I had it somewhere. But Ahab named his children after, like, God gave him godly names. So clearly he was at least somewhat uh, enamored by God. He was uh, into him. I don't know. I, I kind of wonder. I thought Ahab was, like, um, parallel to, like, Saul. Where it is someone who's like, oh, yeah, I worship God. I'm trying. I'm trying my best. I just suck at it. Yeah. Like, I, I just that. am awful at worshiping God. I'm, con- you know, I, I, I try. I, I express my humility. I rip my clothes. I cried real, real loud. But at the end of the day, when tested, when the opportunity comes, his faith just isn't there. And maybe that's sure. the point. I can see that. Is yeah, that- he, just, he couldn't stand up to the world, which is right. represented by Jezebel, this foreign woman. <laughs> this bitch. Because uh, yes. it doesn't seem like Ahab's aggressively pursuing evil exploits. Well, I he mean, just, remember, he's just easily up, tempted and weak. God ends up forgiving him, remember? Because he humbled himself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'll just kill your kids. That's fine. <laughs> That's <laughs> I'll give you a pass. Just your kids die. Imagine how awesome people would be if any crimes they committed were just laid off to their children. <laughs> that would like, be we'd funny. Probably, we would probably be really good as a society. <laughs> Again, back to like relativistic morals. It would be funny if like there was like a serial killer who killed twenty three people, and then while he was on there, like by the way, we sentenced you to death, and he just starts crying, and the government's like, "Okay, all right, I, I you know what? I've decided to pardon you, but grab his kids. We're killing them instead. Yeah, we're gonna like, kill his children." Yeah, I, I yeah. saw your explanation. I can't let you out scot-free. I got to give no. you something. So I'm going to murder your children. In a weird way, it kind of works. <laughs> I can get on board with that kind of justice. Right. All Me right. too. I, I, I can't imagine loving a child. Of I, course. would be the perfect scapegoat. Yes. Yeah. Well, folks, that is Second Kings in a, in a nutshell. Um, if you if you are just listening to the recaps, hopefully that gave you a pretty good picture of, of what's going on. Right. So so where are we at now? There's still two kingdoms. Who's the president in the north? <laughs> the, the king, of the the king in the north is Ahab's son Isaiah, I believe. Uh, I, that sounds about right. Yeah, it is. It's something like that. And then the I could look at it and I wouldn't pronounce it better. I'll tell you that now. The king in Judah is Jehoshaphat. Correct. Elijah still Asa, running. Right. It's not Asa. It's uh, no jo- son of Asa. Yeah. Joseph, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. And then the other key players are Elijah, the new big dick prophet, and his Correct. apprentice, Elisha. Yep. And that's who Ooh. I guess we'll pick up. I haven't read ahead at all, as per usual. That is, yeah, we're going to pick up with Elijah and Jehoshaphat and Elisha coming on the scene. And Elijah has a funny little plot twist coming up, but we'll save that for maybe episode, uh, whatever, 90 or whatever that's going to be. Nice. Great. Well, if you don't already, follow us on Twitter. We're at Bible Pimps, common spelling. I don't know. About and that. Uh, I still don't know about that. But fine. If you still, want to, if you want to send us an email, uh, Podcast at gmail.com. dot